0: This is a podcast from the Business Times, presented by UOB.
1: Artificial intelligence, rapidly becoming one of the most useful and versatile productivity tools of the modern age. It's helping everyone do their jobs easier, faster, including cyber criminals, which is why deploying AI responsibly is of utmost importance. For more insights, we speak to Janita Sutanto, Executive Director, Enterprise Data Delivery Monetization at UOB. This is Tech & Finance. Janita, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Howie. Thanks for having me. So it's got to be top of mind for you guys, for banks. I mean, the responsible deployment of AI, right? Safeguarding people's money, it's serious business, isn't it?
0: Yes, indeed. Especially so for finance industry. So appropriate adaptation of technology innovation is both a strategy and a necessity. So for us, anything from assisting branches and tellers to online and mobile banking, banks have sought to make customer experience more seamless and convenient. For UOB, in 2021, we announced $500 million investment for five years to ramp up our digital capabilities and to accelerate AI-driven digital engagements for our customer across ASEAN.
1: Before we talk about, though, Janita, the differences between, say, classical AI and generative AI, which seems all the buzz today, talk to us about how else AI has helped the customer in particular? Mm. So over the years, UOB have scaled up the use of AI
0: in all of our areas of operations. AI enabled UOB to analyze data based on customer digital footprints, for example, their personal spending and saving habits. It enables us to deliver a hyper-personalized insights, nudges, and recommendations to customers via our app called UOB Tomorrow. An example for it, and that's one of my favorite, is the interest tracker for one account. So I have one account, which is one of the everyday account with different interest tiering based on your spending and transactions. So this nudges tells me things like, hey, Janita, you've qualified for the first tier of the interest rate. With one more JIRA payment, you'll be qualified for the next tier if you do so before the end of the month. Now, for me, I find that useful because it allows me to track and maximize my dollar to earn higher interest rates before the deadline. There are also other important notifications and notable transactions nudges. Like just like, hey, you've made your regular payment or you have upcoming bill payments due. So that's that
1: on Nudge's, And that you feel is what customers want, yes, based on the data that you've collected with the help of AI. Indeed, indeed. We also have
0: things like lifestyle offers. For example, based on where you're at and then your spending pattern, we give you things like one-to-one dining deals.
1: Would you say that's classical AI in play? Yes, that's more of a okay. classical AI. Bit. So let's talk about then the differences between classical AI and generative AI. Sure.
0: So classical AI has been around for some time and it revolves around analysis and prediction based on existing data. It focuses on specific tasks such as predicting the likelihood of an event to occur. Say when is it going to rain and if it's likelihood of the interest rates to rise in the case of banking or recommending a specific products or services that suits you. If you compare with generative AI, which is the hype at the moment, as the name suggests, generative AI specializes on generating and creating new creative content. So this includes high-quality text, images, music, even videos. It's typically coupled with natural language understanding that allows us to converse and ask questions per
1: natural human conversation. So those differences, what's important to note?
0: Amid the excitement or generative AI, it's important not to lose sight on the classical AI, which has remained core to value creation. Classical AI in particular suited for providing reliable and efficient solutions to many domains, such as product recommendations, risk management, optimizations, and decisions making.
1: Sounds good. What about AI helping you guys? Sure. Working at the bank, yeah?
0: Yeah. So internally, we have also enhanced banks' operational efficiency by leveraging AI. One of the use cases that we use is run ATMs, So we have around 600 ATMs across the island and making sure all our ATMs have cash all the time can be quite an onerous process. So with the help of AI, we can optimize the number of trips required to stock up these machines, including when and how frequent these machines need to be stocked at different locations. So we're able to reduce the number of trips to stock up the ATMs by up to 25%, lowering our operational costs, improving efficiency and lowering our carbon footprint as well. We are also proud to be the first Singapore bank to deploy Microsoft 365 Copilot, a generative AI pilot office productivity tool, which can help our staff automate low-impact tasks and boost productivity and collaboration in a secure manner.
1: What do you mean by low-impact tasks, like report writing?
0: Yeah, so we're actually trying to make sure that it actually tackles more on the low-risk tasks, things like enabling our staff to summarize lengthy documents or creating meeting minutes instantaneously, or drafting communications and emails based on previous correspondence. It's also worth noting that a report by McKinsey estimates that generative AI potentially can unlock between 2.6 to 4.4 trillion in annual economic benefits when applied across industry. So that's a lot of figures. But this is only 15 to 40% of the total economic value that classical AI and analytics can deliver annually. So we have to take both into comparison.
1: Still to come, what about loopholes that might have come up? And what about solutions to mitigate them? More in a moment.
0: And now back to Tech & Finance presented by UOB.
1: We're speaking to Janita Sutanto, Executive Director, Enterprise Data Delivery Monetization at UOB. Janita, nefarious loopholes that -hmm. these solutions have unearthed generative AI, I mean. Yes, um, so organizations are constantly being challenged to strike a fine
0: balance between using AI to drive growth and improve customer experience and managing the associated downside risks. You might be aware of the unintended bias in the AI outcome, for example. Now, the emergence of generative AI has further heightened these concerns over ethical and safety implications. Things like intellectual rights, cybersecurity, as well as the risk of hallucinations, which is when generative AI produce outputs that are nonsensical or inaccurate. So there was a recent case of a lawyer in states that used ChatGPT to prepare for court filing, which unfortunately cited fictitious cases due to these hallucinations, which is very unfortunate. So all these have led to increased regulatory attention worldwide.
1: Are you saying the generative AI is having hallucinations? Indeed, that's one of the risks in this generative AI. Isn't that a very human trait? (laughs) You could say so too, yes. What about the bank? How's the bank dealing with things like that that have come up?
0: So at UOB we are committed to deploying AI responsibly. Both the governance of AI and its operationalization is key. And where I work at Data Management Office department, we are accountable for both of these. We've been working closely with the regulator to tackle these challenges upfront. Back in 2018, MAS released what's called FEAT principle, FEAT. This stands for the principle of fairness, ethics, accountability, and transparency that the bank needs to adhere to for all its AI and data analytics. So UOB was one of the leading banks in that consortium. It's called Faridas, by the way, where we developed the principles and the assessment methodology to ensure responsible use of AI amongst the banks. So today we have embedded these as part of our AI development process. We also have Project Mindforge, which is another example where UOB partners with MAS and other industry players to examine the risks and opportunities of generative AI for the financial sectors. So some of these risks may be addressed by the existing guidance and mechanism through varieties, but a new palette of risks might be emerging that may require additional monitoring and responses. One of the critical and sensitive areas of AI application is decisions-making, especially those that affect customers. So to ensure that output is robust and explainable, your UOB staff involved in process must be equipped with the right skills, knowledge and experience to understand the limitation of the technology and to validate output.
1: Pardon me for being selfish though. How are you reassuring me and your customers that our money and data is safe? Because it's also a collaborative thing, I understand, right? Managing AI responsibly.
0: UAB adopts a holistic approach to govern the user of AI and has embedded guardrails in our business process to proactively manage those at risk. We have a multidisciplinary team to set up, identify, assess, mitigate, and monitor risk to ensure coordinated response for all aspects of the bank, including our people, process, and technology. Our approach on generative AI is to experiment with progressive and incremental rollouts that provide quick wins and important learnings, while limiting exposure to unforeseen risks. It's a two-way thing, right? As a steward of our customers' assets and information, we see the importance and building trust and remaining vigilant in emerging risks while pursuing the growth and opportunity to improve customer experience. Unfortunately, with the rise of AI, it's also something that's being tapped into the bad actors. Hence, we've seen the more sophisticated fraud and scams. This is where customers would also need to take reasonable steps to protect their own interests. This includes adopting good security practices such as protecting your devices, login credentials, and access codes. UOB also participates in community events or roadshows to help enhance public awareness and education on scams. So I think collaborating with regulators, industry players, and also public will allow AI technology to create long-term and sustainable values for our customers and the society. Janita, thank you so
1: much for spending time with us. Pleasure is mine, Howie. We've been speaking to Janita Sotanto, Executive Director, Enterprise Data Delivery Monetization, UOB. I'm Howie Lim. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to join us next time for Tech in Finance. This was
0: a podcast by The Business Times, presented by UOB. Find more BT podcasts at businesstimes.com.sg/podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.